You are listening to the One of Us.net Podcast Network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of us needs and appreciates all your support. So this next one we're going to talk about, I'm actually very, very interested in. This is uh, The Glass Worker, a Pakistani animated film done more in a sort of traditional, almost Ghibli type way of animation and it is their first hand-drawn animation film you got to watch a lot of this early stuff that they have currently as well as talk to some of them as well Uh, one of the cool things about this festival is that they have those work in progress presentation where basically just the creator will come along and they will show you you know like an early making of of the movie like show you scenes some in animatic forms they will talk about how this movie was made you know and some some of them will focus more on technical aspects some was, you know, some more will be around it, you know. And uh, I remember when, like, we sometimes there are like from Disney shows where we'll, there was one for 101 Dalmatian Street. I remember where they basically show us the Bible for the show, you know, just scene by page by page, you know, and talk about it. And the Glass Worker, as you said, yeah, it's the first uh, Pakistan animated uh, hand drawn movie. And just the story behind this movie, just it breathtaking. So the director of the movie, sorry if I butcher this name, sorry, I'm an ignorant European, Usman Riaz. Sounds right to me. I'm, I'm not even going to try as well. <laughs> he was a musician, like an orchestra conductor, and he had an idea for a movie. And he really loved animation, and his friend, uh, she convinced him that, you know, this movie, this idea, it really should be animation. And so he started going to, like, the biggest animation studios in Pakistan. And what turned out is that either they were, like, studios that only make, for example, logos for... Uh, companies, you know, in CGI or, uh, you know, they were making stuff in CGI and basically when he proposed a movie to them and showed them like a early reel of his idea for this movie, they laughed at him and uh, they said, oh, this movie will never happen, you know, this is uh, basically they mock him, but it motivated him to actually, you know, try to make a movie the way he want because he was uh, like a big lover of Miyazaki, which you can tell. Oh, 100%. This is very Miyazaki inspired, but he's a aficionado of his work. Uh, he actually he talked how he once went to Ghibli, you know, meet Miyazaki and stuff like this. So he, thanks to social media, he sent messages to people and they found people who always wanted to do animated movies, but they couldn't do them because in Pakistan it's very, it's, actually he said that, like, if your child isn't a doctor or a, like an architect, you failed at life. You know, this is how they, they, how they see things. And, you know, again, like, I was actually trying to think, like, did I actually even, even seen a movie from Pakistan? And the only thing that comes to mind, it's Burka Avenger. I don't know, did you hear about this? No, I don't think I have. And the thing is that, like, I was trying to think of anything that could be considered 
Pakistani in general that I could think of, and I just I can't. Yeah, I can't. Exactly. I honestly can't. Even like as a joke, I can't think of anything that was used as a gag. Yeah, like the the thing I thought of, I just remembered isn't Pakistani. It was called an it was a it was a joke Afghanistan show that was that chimp show from Super Troopers okay. that they were watching that fake animation inside of it. Uh-huh. And for some reason, I thought it was Pakistani, but I just remembered no, it was, it was Afghanistan. But the, the only thing I actually personally seen from Pakistan is Burka Avenger. Which is like a superhero show about a woman who is a teacher by day, superhero by night. Actually was like very pro-feministic. She's like a ninja. Yeah, except for this show, I don't know any animation from Pakistan. He got other people who always wanted to do animation, were passionate about it. And he actually talked how at the presentation that they got a lot of people. And later, the, uh, half of them were, after a few days, they were like, oh, we don't want to do this because it's too hard actually to animate, hand draw animation. But uh, they started their own studio because they don't have any teachers of traditional animation in Pakistan. So they on their own, they have to figure out how to do it. You know, they started watching movies, taking inspiration from their favorite animation things. Uh, they used Kickstarter to get like funding for it. They actually got there twice they wanted. I think they wanted for like three minutes, but they got for six minutes. And so they did like a little short that basically shows what the moving is go- movie is going for, what the, what their feeling is. From what I understand, uh, that short they did got attention of a man who is responsible for like distribution and localization of Ghibli in America. Which is pretty, it's just really cool. This thing's Wikipedia page has articles dating back to 2016. Like that's how long this thing has been being worked on. From what I heard, they started doing this in 2013. The first idea came out and they, when Usman started completing this crew yeah. and what blew me away the most, I mean, except for the movie, which I get into a moment, is when he was presenting the crew, you know, and he was like, oh, this is our lead animator. Two years ago, she was a doctor. This animator, you know, year ago, she was a dentist. This animator used to be a chemist. This one, he used to be an architect, you know? So there are all those people... That's so fucking cool. Yeah, because those people always wanted to be animators, but they couldn't, so... Oh, I have to be a doctor, you know, which, no, no, don't, don't get me wrong, it's a cool profession, you know, but. It's a societal thing, like, as you mentioned earlier. Even in uh, a Mexican culture, we, there's very specific things that people expect of you to do. It's never like, it's never job related, it's usually like family related. Chinese people have the, one of the biggest stereotypical examples of that. A lot of these are very true among a lot of people's cultures. Yeah. If you're not like a big something with what your parents expect of you, then you're considered a disappointment. But I love the fact that these people, they made it to that point, but they were still like, I still don't want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie is uh, near completion, and what they show us is so amazing, and they are hoping to finish it for the next year, so fingers crossed. Now we're going to get about the movie itself, but from what I understand, it takes place in like a fictional town. The main character is a boy. Like His father is a glass worker. He's named Vincent. And they are making all those beautiful things of glass. And he meets a girl who is like a violinist. Over the years, they fell in love. At least from what I understand, because they meet as kids, they show them entering this cave on the beach. Because uh, what is interesting is because, you know, glass is made of sand. So they are located near a beach. So they can get a lot of sand to make their beautiful glass uh, sculptures. But then a war breaks out. And because her father is like a colonel, they become like this societal, you know, break between the two. You know, they didn't talk that much about the story and the presentation. They show us scenes, you know, like work in progress. What's interesting is going back to cultural things. The movie has genies in it who are serves as the narrator of the story. But from what I seen from the clips, like they also interact with the characters, at least the Vincent character. And what I like about it is that it's not like genie from Aladdin, Robin Williams character. It's not like Shimmer and Shine, you know, what you expect from like 
American or just westernized, you know, version what a genie is. They actually look more like, from the movie Brave, those uh, blue flying creatures. Kind of like a pixie-ish. Yeah, they, they are more like flying blue lights, you know, like made of fire, which actually in the original like fairies. folklore, genes are actually born from fire. That makes sense. I had no idea. And, you know, this actually probably this, there'll be some, what I guess, some connection to the glass making because uh, obviously you need a fire to make the glass by the way it was actually amazing that they showed that because the movie is about glass making they took entire crew to take like glass making lessons just so they can learn how it all you know work glass making is also really cool by the way if you guys ever get a chance so a lot of youtube channels that make some really cool yeah. stuff i have a friend whose brother owns a glass making thing somewhere here in texas and they he tends to make cups and stuff and they're really cool yeah and you know cl- cool thing about glass making is that it's have to be done really fast you know, because you only have a few minutes when the glass is capable of... It cools down real fast. They show presentation how they try to have all those different sculptures that you can tell who made them just by how they look, you know, which of the characters made them. And they actually get a lot of into art of the movie that, for example, they show how the shop looks like before the war and after the war. I mean, during the war, you know, where it's like the same shots, but it's more gloomy, you know, and... You can tell that there is less of interesting glass sculptures, but the best thing about the movie is the animation, just how breathtaking it is, how good it looks. Because again, this is all made by first time animators and at least for who this is like the first project like this and it's Ghibli level. It's really beautiful. And they actually talk how those movies often have like crazy shots with flying and here they talk how they didn't try to play too much with the camera because they wanted to feel like you are in the room with those people. That's not something a lot of animated films are willing to try. There is like a reel on YouTube. You can check it out. Oh, by the way, the studio is called Mano Animation. Yes, that's M-A-N-O yeah. uh, Animation Studios. You can find the work in progress that they have put up on there. It's already at uh, 13,000 views currently, Yeah, which I feel like it needs more. <laughs> so I, would hi- I highly, highly recommend looking at it. You can see a lot of the, the cool animation that these, these guys have done, especially finding out that this is being made by a lot of like straight-up doctors and stuff. But you can tell how some of it's still like not super super polished here and there and i don't even mean just the the black and white parts there's some parts where people talk that they look a little stiffer than it would in a studio ghibli film but knowing who made it it's a hundred times more impressive yeah but you know there are also some shots i think are like really impressive you know like uh, very expressive i mean like there are some shots of character running you know for example you know when people talk about like spectacular animation they always bring like you know the stampede scene from lion king and stuff like that but for me as an animator myself sometimes the most impressive animation is that when you just have characters talking and you just see them acting on their faces expressions that's so diff- more difficult to do on yeah. animation than people think it's so fucking difficult one of my favorite animation moments of all time is in beauty and the beast where she's attending his wound and he's yelling at her and there is like this just you know those 40 seconds of just them yelling at each other it's one shot you know and you can just see their emotion changing. Well, that's was a big fan of those DuckTales episodes in season three where, like, their faces were super fucking expressive. Yeah. Like, they just started using their budget really hardcore on, like, Dewey expressions all of a sudden. And I was like, this is really cool. So when I was watching this, because the backgrounds look beautiful, the shots, like, of snow, you know, of the buildings, it all looks beautiful. But for me, the most impressive, some of the most, just, like, especially on the kids, because they when those two characters with their kids... And the, those kids, they show us, were so expressive. Like, there is one scene where a boy is shaking because he's scared uh, and the girl just takes a stick and she points him, you know. And it was just so fun. And, like, even the still shot they have, the they're one, one that got my attention, they were just so showing people going down the street and 
they were like some two women talking and just their, their faces were just, just so full of character, you know, and just from this one still shot, you can get so much expression out of them. But also what got me attention, think of that shot is the costumes, I mean the dresses, because this is Pakistanian and while this is a story about like a fictional war in a fictional country, they wanted to take as much from their culture as possible. Because when when we were talking before this recording, we said like, it feels a little bit European. There's a lot of sequences that you could easily be like, this would take place in like an old Europeans. Like there's like there's shots that look almost like they would be at home in a Christmas yeah. story. They actually incorporated a lot of their culture into the designs of the like the clothing and like everything around. It's like the genie thing, you know? We know the European watered down version of those cultures and here the actually people representing those cultures. What was cool is that for example, because Pakistan has a lot of colonization, so they actually use like designs of like Gothic architecture. They have all around like churches and so, so it's all close to them or like they use markets they have as references. It was actually cool when they, sh- on the presentation, they showed that actually they plan all this city. They make a map and every, everything is planned, you know, everything has like a point to it. It's never accidental. It's, it's one of those projects that just you watching, you just want to make more as a creator. Like I grew up, you know, watching a lot of American cartoons like Popeye, Looney Tunes, you know, uh, Disney and Oh, I want to make cartoons like Popeye and Bugs Bunny. And now, you know, studios just making CGI, you know, so we are like, oh, okay, this is what I have to do. But this is more like, no, what is my excuse? You know, like those people, you know, they had nothing and they made, you know, Ghibli out of nothing. So yeah, it's damn near out of nothing. Like the, all they they raised about 116,000 on basically a Kickstarter campaign. Like I said, all these people are so incredible to me that they're doing all this. It's going to be 95 minutes long, which I think is also kind of amazing. Like, I've seen animated movies that like people here in America make that for very similar where they're like i kickstarted this and like me and my friends made it but they only get like maybe like 30 minutes kind of thing where this i think it's that much more impressive that this is like a full length hour and a half thing before they got like you know other producers joining because for example they recently got like a producer from spain who made the movie bonuel in the labyrinth of turtles which is about famous director bonuel very well received animated movie the original animatic was apparently two hours and they wow. got like people from outside help them and they trim it down to like 90 minutes you know, without losing anything in the story. That's really difficult, by the way, <laughs> guys, like trimming something down and making your story still make sense is so much harder than it sounds. You know, from my experience, it's way more easy to have a story you have to expand than have a story you have to cut yes, when, when you have already a story that works like. Okay, I will cut this, but then I will lose this. So I yeah, there's like whole scenes that don't make sense once you start cutting stuff like that. And you're like, this scene is really emotional. If you if this once other scene is still there, but the second that's gone, this doesn't make sense, and then the next thing doesn't make sense, and then it just it spirals. From I mean, there. You know, it's also a matter of pacing. You know, sometimes that you have a cool scene, but you cut it down just to bare essential, so then it just feels fake. There's a lot of movies that you can point nowadays that feel like that. It's a shame whenever that happens, but it's always that much more impressive when you're able to make it work. But I'm I'm super excited for whenever this comes yeah. out. It is, it's so interesting to me that this was even made. I ended up getting curious to look up whatever what other kind of animations are out there in Pakistan, and I found one called Commander Safeguard or something like that. Okay. And it's like a CGI animated thing. It, it's, it says it's the first animated superhero series produced in Pakistan, but it's like a C, again, you, like you said, it's a CGI series in like 2005. And you look at it and you're like, oh, this is just fugly. Yeah. <laughs> like the way it looks. And even for like 2005, like that's really weird. But that's what makes it so fascinating to me that this is the first 
hand-drawn, like, full-length thing somebody's ever made. This project will probably open a lot of doors in people in Pakistan who want to express themselves with animation, and so far they didn't have voices. Again, I cannot wait, it looks beautiful. I just hope that story will be as strong as the visuals, but everything I've seen about it so far seems that it will be, like, very emotional. It looks like it has very good ideas to what it wants, and they've worked on it for so long that they probably have all the kinks worked out at this point. They work on it so hard, I think it's it would be impossible for this I don't want to say impossible, but it's much easier for a film to survive instead of a game that has the same sort of idea. Yeah, and... <laughs> There's a lot of games that have similar stories that end up being very terrible, but th- those usually come down to, like, the gameplay part of it. It rarely comes down to, like, animation and, like, story related sometimes this is such a rare thing in a world full of studios and people making things constantly in different countries it's insane to me that that there's countries that just have never hand-drawn or not even hand-drawn have never made like a 2d animated anything that didn't involve an advertising agency i'm sure there's plenty of other countries like that you know third world countries that have that sort of idea but like uh, the idea that pakistan never had anything like that for some reason just blows my mind you know it was just fantastic seeing it on a big screen when it belongs you know i actually remember like I think four years ago, seeing previews for this movie that, oh, you know, on some animation side that this is being made, you know, they I think they show a few seconds as this little teaser. I want to say this was before their Kickstarter campaigning and it was, you know, quiet for so long that I was like, oh, maybe they stopped doing it, you know, who knows. And just to know that all this time they were doing it, they were working on it, they were just improving it and it looks beautiful. It's like those glass butterfly they have in the movie. It's just gorgeous. So They put so much work into this that if you look up some of these old articles and you look at some of the older designs. I wouldn't say that they're terrible. It's just they're very much like, there's something that somebody is clearly like, some of the first things they've ever really worked on making of it. Because you look at the, the the two leads on this, and they look, man, like the detail on them is a thousand times better than what these first images have here. You can find these some of these images through some of the links on their Wikipedia page, as well as going to their YouTube page at Mano Animation Studios that has a lot of stuff on there. It's got some behind-the-scenes stuff of this uh, that was posted about a month ago, as well as a thing talking about them themselves from about a year ago. And I am really looking forward to whenever this comes out. Yeah, me too.